salvage shop i did not from fosters i got that toy at the restore which is like the habitat for humanity version of goodwill and it was 25 cents and it was the only thing i went in there looking for shelves for our our new home here Mm -hmm. new flannel cakes hq yeah i found nothing of use to us okay and then on the way out, I happened. <laughs> we're already in our yeah. We're already in our brand new home, and Arfie is causing all kinds of rolling loud audio like problems. A they can probably hear him, right? Oh yeah, it's super loud. He's being obnoxiously loud, and he wasn't doing any of this before I hit like, record. Like the rug has caused him some offense, and he might <laughs> scratch the shit out of it. He was uh, he was just sitting perfectly still until we started recording. Oh, now he's got a squeaky ball. Let's see if he squeaks. <laughs> okay. Oh, um, he wants us to play. Um, he, can you sit closer to the mic? He doesn't want to play with me ever. I'm like, hey, buddy, you want to get a ball? And he's just like, no. He's uh, he's very timid about playing fetch in the new house because he slips so easily on the the wood floors. He can't get traction. Maybe we should give him some little booties, <laughs> with, with like little grip. Doc Martens. Well, we could just get some rubber bands and those uh, jar opening rubber pads and just put them <laughs> over all of his paws. <laughs> um, God, Arfie. Um, so anyway. I went in this <laughs> the restore looking for anything that would be of use to us in the new house, mainly shelves and storage stuff. And uh, I see this little blue figure from Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. Do you remember his name? Blue. Oh. That's why I call him a blue figure. I, I don't uh, remember enough about that show. It's spelled B-L-U. And uh, so I pick it up, and I'm, I'm there with my, my lady friend, mm-hmm. and... It's a quarter, and I all I have is like a twenty, and I'm like, "Do you do you have a quarter? I really want this." And she's like, "Yeah, I got a quarter." So we walk up there. I put her on the counter. She she gets out the quarter. We, we pay the man. You guys are already at the point where she's buying you toys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's very it's very intimate. <laughs> so, in case you don't know, uh, blue looks like a dildo. If you've ever seen Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends, the character Blue looks very much just phallic and... I would say he looks like a ghost. Yeah, he sort of looks like a a Pac-Man ghost, but like a little elongated and he's very bendy. He's a mushroom-shaped head. (laughs) There's a slit at the top and weird veins all over his body. Yeah, he works out a lot. 
Um, but anyway, blue is a very phallic shape. And so I I had just purchased the toy with the 25 cents. I'm walking out the door with my lady friend. I noticed that his arm is a little bit loose. So I wiggled it to see if like it turned or anything. And it turns and it clicks a little bit. And I go, oh, it's, it's like a wind-up thing. So I twist it a couple more times to see what he does. I'm thinking it'll make noise or something. This is going to end with, like, the toy ejaculated all over the counter. No. The toy is a vibrator. Oh! <laughs> and immediately I was like, oh, I changed my mind. I don't want it anymore. Like, what was this used for? Like... Some young person exploring their body for the first time. You, you know, I don't know. It was, it was really weird and yeah. awkward. And I wish I hadn't discovered that it was a vibrator there in the store in right. front of the guy that I just bought it from. He's like, even holding his arms out because yeah. he's ribbed for pleasure. It's like, oh, I didn't know that this toy had sexual uses <laughs> when I purchased it. And that guy is probably like, you guys are disgusting. <laughs> Get out of my store. Like, I didn't make the toy. (laughs) No, Um, I I just bought a used children's toy for sex purposes. (laughs) You know, I've owed you an embarrassing toy story for a while now. I've been holding it off for a time when we're on mic. Toy Story 2. Oh. (laughs) Okay. I don't think it was embarrassing. It just wasn't really that great. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Okay, so I told you a while ago, this is the kind of thing that happens to me that you find really funny and makes you laugh a lot, okay? Mm -hmm. So, uh, the subreddit for professional wrestling, Squared Circle, recently had a gift exchange. So, you get, it's like Secret Santa. Yeah. So, uh, I got paired with a guy, and it said that he liked pop figures. So, I bought him two wrestling pop figures. I got him uh, regular Roddy Piper. (laughs) Are you sure it was, he wasn't rowdy? I couldn't tell from the box you know his disposition wasn't clear the pop (laughs) facial expressions are very generalized it's hard to tell if he's rowdy yeah Yeah. Uh, okay so I got them that and I got him Ric Flair okay and uh, I was like close to the shipping deadline it was like Mm -hmm. too late to get it sent to my house and then put it in another box with his address and send it to him so I bought it from eBay and I there's like a special message to the seller. Right. I sent a message I was like, "Hey, Change uh, the shipping address. Yeah, can you yeah. please send it to this address instead?" and I specifically mentioned that it was a gift. Mm-hmm. And uh she messaged me back like 5 minutes later and uh she's like, "Oh, that's great. Would you like me to include like a a special message for mm-hmm. the the recipient of the gift?" And I was like, "No, no, it's for a gift exchange for this, you know, subreddit for wrestling and she was like i don't know what you're talking about i was like you know it's just a stranger i've never met and i'm buying a wrestling subreddit yeah no i i explained it and she literally responded with oh sorry i thought it was for like a 12 year old's birthday or something (laughs) and i was like well it might be you don't know how old this guy i don't i don't but i was like nope just two strange men on the internet (laughs) buying toys for each other over a child's obsession like pro wrestling and then she just responded thumbs up that's all (laughs) she accidentally clicked it and was embarrassed afterwards probably (laughs) yeah uh so we're in our new flannel cakes hq yeah it's pretty cool in here yeah for people that listen to the show a lot it's still still rough around the edges we're working on it yeah but uh, people who listen to the show a lot know it's, that... It's a box fort in in the woods. <laughs> people, people, you can't... Hey, our porn is sticking out a yeah. little bit. Cover <laughs> that back up with that platform. The woods porn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, it's 
It's pretty sweet. We have a, like a Star Wars sheet that hangs in in the doorway that makes like a flap uh, where you come in. Doesn't and out. cover the no girls allowed sign though. No, obviously. And uh, like we found like some really good sticks and a couple old shipping pallets. Is is pretty sweet in here. Yeah, I brought these animal crackers for yeah. us to munch on from time to time. We're, we're gonna we we don't have a roof exactly yet, but we're gonna. I'm thinking like tarp. We could probably like steal a tarp from the marina or something. Yeah, and Arfi just loves living in the great outdoors. Yeah, he's digging it. Um, but anyway, people know that you live across state lines from me, and so mm-hmm. to do this podcast, we had to travel many hours yes. and get together and do a bunch of ones. But now we live yes. in the same house, uh-huh. and we will be together to record episodes at uh, at a moment's notice. So if something I mean, I would like more than a moment's oh, notice. Oh, I guess I can do that for you. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, if something cool comes up, we'll be able to to you know make it happen, and mm-hmm. I'm I'm excited about that prospect. Um, you're not excited. I think it'll be cool. <laughs> and our rooms are like three feet apart. That's cool too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we have a neighbor cat that hangs out here. His name is Inky. Arfie's kind of on board, surprisingly. Arfie gets really upset when you go outside and you pet the cat. Oh, <laughs> has that happened? Yes. Oh, okay. He okay. doesn't like it. Um, you know, like. He doesn't like to share attention. He he doesn't seem strong or menacing, but we we have a, a very heavy front door, like the glass door on the outside. Yeah. It's heavy and it's got like wrought iron design and yeah, stuff behind. Yeah, it's heavy. Um, he was watching us through it, and it was sort of like a shark cage. <laughs> like, the cat was just laying there. Is this and we were one of those it. stories where a woman lifts a car no. off her child? No, but while Mike and I were petting the neighbor cat and Arfie was watching, he slammed into the door. <laughs> like, the door moved and it made a very loud noise. And I was like, oh my god, he's going to come through that glass. <laughs> he's going to tear the rod iron out he, and murder this cat. He developed a superhuman strength yes. because he didn't want you to give attention to like, another animal. Like, he's so mad, Arfie developed... The super strength to, like, put a car back on a baby because people were paying too much attention to the baby. <laughs> That's exactly what he would do. Um, I feel like, I mean, there's other things I want to cover with you, but I feel like we should get to this episode as quickly as possible in case someone's... Well, I was talking about this what, episode. What Are they in a rush? Well, I mean, if someone's just joining us because they wanted to hear David Eddings, let's just, let's just oh, briefly right, summarize right. this episode and then we'll get back to whatever we want to talk about. Uh, well, this was awesome. We got Dave on the podcast. We we tweeted back and forth a little bit. Uh, we met him at the convention. Really yeah. cool guy. For people that don't know who he is, though, uh, he works on the corporate side of Gearbox Software, the video game company. They make tons of games. Uh, most recently, Battleborn was like their huge release. Yep. that has a, a ton of fans. It looks incredible. I haven't gotten to play it yet, but it looks really, really fun. Right. And then they're most notably known for the Borderlands franchise. My personal favorite video game franchise of all time. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, Pete always jokes about how you can only have, like, one or two things that you can be super obsessed with. Like, that is definitely yeah. one of your things. <laughs> Borderlands is one of them. I don't even... You know this. I don't play a lot of video games. You don't spend a lot of... You don't spend as much time on a lot of things as you do on Borderlands. <laughs> Yeah, but I like I don't play video games much at all, and especially not lately, with the exception of Pokemon Go, obviously. Um, but 
more to come in a future I, yeah. episode of Flannel Cakes. Yeah. Um, but I love Borderlands so much that like that's where all my time on video games went for a very long time, and and will in the future too as they keep putting out more stuff. Yeah, and I, and, the, and we so far, if you don't know who this guy is, we've only said he works on the corporate side. He also is a voice actor in the game. Of the flagship character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, Nintendo has Mario, Sega has Sonic, Borderlands well, has Claptrap. Um, so, yeah, David Eddings was on the show, and he was just a really fun, super cool guy to talk to. Uh, and I, I enjoyed this one a lot. We didn't have time to, like, yeah. watch a cartoon or eat cereal <laughs> with him, but... Uh, we got a little peek behind the curtain of what he does at Gearbox, uh, how he works on the games, and his approach to the claptrap character so uh i don't know how much to, I did. no that was that was a great that was a great intro to it um but we're not going to get to it right away we just wanted to, to kind of intro it we'll, we'll get to it later there's a couple more things that we wanted to talk about um let's just kind of talk about things we have upcoming in the few first few weeks in the flannel cakes hq we already teased that we will be releasing a pokemon go special because it's kind of taken over both of our lives, and so we just want to talk about, yeah, like... My, my feet hurt really bad right now. <laughs> I, I also have suffered a brutal sunburn in, like, the first week of having it. Well, I told you, you can play the game with your fingers. You don't need to keep tapping no. the screen with your toes. No. I don't know why you keep insisting on uh, doing that. Yeah, I since the game has come out, I have... It's been, what, two weeks? Or Not even. Almost? Not even. It's It's two weeks now. It was on a Thursday, I know. Okay. So, it, yesterday so, couldn't have been one week. Okay, 13 days. Okay. Uh, in 13 days, I have walked 77 kilometers. How do you know that? Oh, because it tracks that. Yeah. I have never looked at that. Uh, there, there's an, like, uh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, basically yeah. like an achievement. I think I recently for hit your 50 distance. or something. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, anyway, we're not going to get into that too much right now. Tomorrow, we are going to the Indianapolis Pokemon Go meetup where there's supposedly going to be thousands of people. Today. It comes out. <clears throat> oh, my God. People know. <laughs> on the day you're listening. Yeah, on the day that you're listening to this, we'll be at a Pokemon Go meetup. It's going to be like We're coming 10. to you live right now. <laughs> Wherever and whenever you're listening. If you pause it, we'll wait. <laughs> if you got to pee yeah. or whatever. Yeah. No, um... It's like a 10-hour event, and we'll be there all day and hopefully have good experiences to share from that. So this morning, uh, David Eddings from Gearbox Software <laughs> came to the new going Takes to HQ. eat cereal with us in a minute. And, <laughs> yes, yeah, I got the timeline all screwed up. Um, okay, let's talk mm-hmm. about what we have going forward after the Pokemon Go episode. We're going to be mm-hmm. still be releasing a few more fun episodes from Indie PopCon. But then right about the time that that's done is Gen Con. Yeah, Gen Con is uh, just a general convention. Did I tell you? <laughs> did I tell you? So I, you mentioned already that you have a new lady friend. Yeah. And I have a new lady friend. Uh, uh-huh. We'll talk about that in an upcoming episode. I, I have some fun stuff we can talk about related yeah, to that. Yeah, we'll talk about really private, personal stuff of, about our lady friends on the on I actually the had mic. some like serious drama yeah. with her the other day, oh. and I got it cleared for podcast talk, okay. so look forward to that. Right. But uh, she's like a like an OG nerd, uh-huh. and she listened to the episode where we called it the general convention, <laughs> and she was very upset that we didn't know. And I was like, you're from here, and you've been going since you were a very small child. I Like, I've only been once. D- did you tell her... It was a joke. Uh, it's, it's like I, sometimes we do little make 'em ups on the mic, where it's 
It, it's it's kind of like a real thing, but it's not because it's funny and it, you know. Well, don't, later on in this episode, Claptrap is going to explain how humor works. Oh, so don't worry. She'll I, okay. I look forward to learning that. She'll get an answer. Um, anyway, we're going to Gen Con soon. We have press passes, and so we're going to be having some fun interviews oh. there. Uh, real quick for people who don't know what Gen Con is, since we do just make fun and call it a general convention, uh, it, it's basically, it's, it's based around games and nerd culture. So it's, it's sort of branched out more into like a, a comic con and pop culture con, but it's still very much centered on the game world. Yeah. And it's a big deal. Um, so we'll be there. We will have some sort of post show wrap up thing and, you know, we'll, be putting out pictures of all the fun stuff we're going to do. We'll get some interviews while we're there. But, more specifically, we have exciting news. <gasps> exciting news! <laughs> Arfie, calm down. Um, yeah, so, we were given a four-day pass to Gen Con. Uh, Thursday through Sunday, all four Just days of the event. Just very special. It's only a three-day convention. <laughs> um... One of those make them ups. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, so, uh, so. No, but really, it's a, it's a four day convention. The past will be good for all of those days. Can you just do that for all future jokes, please? <laughs> yeah. Can you lean into the microphone and explain yeah. what's really happening? That, that's my disclaimer voice <laughs> is after every joke. <laughs> well, we're doing a contest, so there's going to be disclaimers. Yeah. Um, yeah, so anyway, we're, as I just said, we're giving away this pass in a contest. And if you were listening to this, whoa, sorry, you can win this pass. You're very excited about this contest. Yeah. You're shaking the whole table. Yeah. Um, so we've kind of put together our idea of what would be a fun contest to give it away. Give it away. Give it away now. <laughs> Is that what you were going for? That's what I was going okay, for. Okay, cool. I'm glad I picked it up. Um, so what we were thinking is uh, cosplay is like a big deal at these kind of nerd conventions. So we're thinking uh, email us your best cosplay picture. It can be Halloween. It can be Halloween a fun is one. okay. It doesn't have to be like a specific nerd character. Just send us your favorite costume photos. Let's uh, let's rule out anything you did for someone in the bedroom. You know, like conventions okay, Halloween okay. I'm not ruling out anything. It, I'll we'll put my personal email on this one, and if you want to send anything special, that's cool with me. I'm sure Randy has a picture he'd love to show you. Uh, okay, so you know if you've ever done a cool cosplay or a cool Halloween costume, uh, it doesn't even have to be nerd themed, really. That that you're proud of, email us the picture, and we are going to put together a Facebook album of all your pictures. We're going to take a vote. And whoever gets the most votes will be well likes likes on your photo. Yeah, uh, will uh, will win the Gen Con pass, and you you don't have to like hang out with us, but you know you could if you wanted. We're pretty cool, yeah, sort of. So if you want to win this contest, uh, when we post that picture, you want to share the bejesus out of it because the only way you're going to win the pass is if you can get people to not only click like on our Facebook page, Flannel Cakes podcast page on Facebook, but also click like on your pictures. Yes. Only Flannel Cakes fans or followers or whatever you call people who click the like button on your page will be eligible to vote in the contest. So any, anyone can do it. All you got to do is like our page and like the photos and the top contestant will take home the badge. And we're also going to just throw in some other fun prizes. So if you're not into Gen Con, 
Um, we've got stuff from like other conventions, some fun nerdy uh, gifts, postcards. I've got some Return of the Jedi trading cards. Uh, we've just got some random like, toys and fun bits. Yeah. So if you share it out and if, you t- if, if you like fun bits. Oh, don't give people your fun bits. You were warned about that. Yeah. Uh, but no, so if you... If you're 18 or older and you enjoy fun bits... <laughs> uh, if, if, you, if you share out your picture and you tag Aunt Betty in it and you say, Aunt Betty, please click like on this. I want to win this Gen Con pass. Make sure Aunt Betty also likes us, likes our page on Facebook because the yes. vote will not count unless she clicks like on our page as well. Uh, if Aunt Betty doesn't understand how Facebook works and she goes to our page and types a comment that says, like, I th- I will accept that. We'll accept it. <laughs> that sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, yeah, so anything else about the contest that we need to cover? Um, no, I just, we'll, we'll post some, like, I'll, I'll put up a photo of all the fun stuff we're going to have available as prizes. Are there any more fun upcoming flannel cakes events that you want to talk about? We're going to have a cereal party at some yeah, point, the new, but that, we'll have to plan that out when we get all settled. The new HQ will be home to a cereal party. We have a fire pit in the back, which yeah. I'm really excited, and we, we won't get into too many it's, details it's of it It's only now. like 100 degrees this week, so we thought... Wouldn't it be great if we could start a fire and and eat milk and cereal around it? <laughs> well, no, this is going to be... I'm thinking this is like late September. This is going to be like a fall party. Oh, okay. So the milk won't spoil immediately when you step out Oh, you the already door. bought all the milk for the party? <laughs> no, I'm just saying if, if we had milk right now... Oh, okay, okay. The second you walk outdoors, it, it curdles. <laughs> <laughs> it's just done. Um, yeah, so anything before we get to this David episode? No, just... This was really cool. He's he was our like dream guest. Yeah, we both He's, really wanted him for for Popcon. We're both huge fans of his work and I'm I'm just really excited that he said yes and I think it turned out really well and we had some fun. He was really great. You're going to enjoy it. Long weekend, right? Long week. It's going to be longer. I'm going to Vegas for a week. What are you doing there? Licensing Expo, working. Gotcha. So, like, for here, this show, I'm a guest, right? Yeah. Let's let's, let's do this. We'll talk. No, no. no, Whatever, man. Everything. Uh, Are you recording now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. Okay. Yeah. Uh, So, we've started then. We've started. There's no chime. Ding, ding. We We can't. NBC (laughs) would be very upset. I'm surprised you just don't have him go ding, ding. No, that's... NBC is threes. Right. Well, I thought you were getting at that. Ding, ding. No, no. You just do the two. NBC would they would find us anyway, and they would. They I don't would, think so. Probably not. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. I think most of our listeners can't I think find we're us. Very, very high under self. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're we're under NBC's radar. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Safe to say, huh? most people's radar. Uh, yeah. So yeah, no, it's it's uh it's been a long week. I was at E3 uh, beginning on Monday. Oh. And uh, the big one. Monday, yeah, yeah, the big one. Uh, it's my 19th E3 in a row. Holy shit! And yeah, I got in the business uh, about 20 years ago, and so. Uh, every year at E3, you're, there's so much, there's so many meetings that, that I'm doing. I started, you know, meetings start at 10 a.m. My meetings end at 11. Usually that's the, that's the end of a business dinner, and then at 11 it's free time until you know 4 a.m. So there's only five hours to mm-hmm. go out and hang with friends. But there's all parties everywhere, different right, places, right. and so you got to go to this case, you know. And what I like to do is I've gotten older is just kind of pull back a little bit on on uh, what you think you can pull back on some late night partying but the reality is, is some of my best deals that I've ever done 
uh, have come at 3.30 in the morning mm-hmm. in my hotel room yeah. after the bars have closed and we're cleaning out my, my mini bar. And like, that's right, how Tales right. from the Borderlands happened. It, it was me and Richard Igo and, and uh, we're drinking and, you know, it's like, you know, tell me about the kind of stuff that you guys are looking for because you, you kill it mm-hmm. with Walking Dead, you got Game of Thrones. Right. He's like, we're looking for, you know, properties that have uh, big worlds with a lot of characters and have a lot of stories. I'm like, dude, Borderlands has a universe. Yeah, with a lot right, of worlds, right. You know, with a lot of characters and a lot of stories. I was like, you I'm should growing. do Borderlands. Uh, as I said, you could even call it, I don't know, Tales from the Borderlands. And he's like, yeah, that's a great idea. Let's do it. And so that's that's the whole pitch. And then it was agreed to. And then... Uh, um, this is your but, hotel but, yeah. at 3.30. So you, you invented Tales from the Borderlands. Actually, I did, yeah. After the bars closed in a hotel yeah. room. I conceived <laughs> of the idea. Yeah. I wouldn't say that I invented yeah. it, but I conceived of the idea uh, along with Richard Igo, who's the two of his old friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know, but, but if, if you don't do that... At three thirty in the morning, that never happens. Right? Right. Yeah, that conversation never happens. That thing never happens. So, uh, can you tell us what like everyone knows you, that you are claptrap from Borderlands? What's your role within Gearbox? So I, because I, they, you're not hired on to be claptrap. No, no, no. Uh, I, I wasn't hired on to do voice work uh, whatsoever. Uh, at Gearbox, I'm the vice president of strategic partnerships and licensing, which is a fancy way of saying I do biz dev. And, right. Uh, and so I've been I've been at Gearbox almost 11 years now. Yeah. And only you know in the, since 2009 have I even done claptrap. Right. Mm-hmm. That's when we conceived of it. And, and um, you know the the I, I, I say one thing like I'll just give myself the role I'm grateful. But the reality is is that Randy actually came to me and asked me to create the claptrap character. Right. Uh, he helped me. Uh, he said you know. We've added this thing late. We realized we needed somebody to tell the player that they have missions to complete because yeah, yeah. You, would, you would accept these missions, and if you didn't complete them, you would outrank them, and then you would go back and you would mm-hmm. both. So the idea is, is complete the missions that you're that are appropriate for your level, but that takes a lot of nagging, right? Yeah. Right, right. Because there's so many, uh, and it's so easy to accept so many different quests, and right? And when he thinks nagging, he was like, well, hey, let's... Uh, <laughs> no, no, you, well, maybe. I have yeah. no idea. Uh, but, you know, the reality is, is I've been doing voices for uh, games... For longer than I've been in the industry, but I, I first did games, uh, voices in a, a game called Sin, uh, by uh, you know that was made by my friends mm-hmm. over at Ritual Entertainment. Uh, the thing is, is that is that uh, I just did it for free, and I still have always done it for free. Mm-hmm. I don't get paid to do claptrap. I get a salary at Gearbox. Right, right, right. I'd be an asshole if I got paid <laughs> on top of that, right? But um, but I've been doing I've been doing voices in, in games for years, uh, all the way always for free, and then I always contribute with uh, Claptrap and I did TK Baja as well and we, we didn't know we didn't know that, that Claptrap was going to be a breakout character we right. didn't even have Claptrap in any of the marketing for the first game right um, yeah. and so you know it, it's 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 neat it's cool uh, but you know I identify as as the biz guy I, I create value I, I do the, the movie deals the uh, the you know Tells the Borderlands type stuff mm-hmm. the, the book deals the Funko Pop Vinyls right you know, right right that, you know uh, so comic books. And so you're toy. responsible for like the cool toys and everything. That yes, comes. yes, yes. Well, that's the part that we like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but which which puts me in in, in, in like a, a, a little bit of a rock and a hard place between a rock and a hard place because <laughs> Claptrap's become this breakout character, mm-hmm. and since I'm the licensing guy, I don't want people to think that I don't I don't push Claptrap on yeah. anybody. I don't, be, mm-hmm. but everybody thinks I do because it's it, like you know he's. <laughs> You know, I'm the oh, I bet you really yeah, tried yeah. to make him a playable character in the second well, game. Well, no, I was I was actually against that. <laughs> it does seem a little suspicious to me that almost all of the Borderlands action figures and merchandise 
are, are claptrap centric here. Well, and you let's, are let's face charge. it. Let's face it. The others are are, are um, uh, Hanson Jack and and Moxie. Mm-hmm. Uh, those we see those Funko uh, pop models mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. You know, um, there are uh, there are some other uh, things out there that, that with the other characters. But the reality is. When it comes to the manufacturing of, of, uh, of toys or figures or statues, or whatever, mm-hmm. not like T-shirts. T-shirts, you know, it's really easy. But with that stuff, it, it requires an investment. And, and the people that are that are getting the license, they get the license because there are some very popular characters. Right, so right. What they do is they provide those popular characters first to kind of see how they can do other things later on. And I tell them like, yeah, do do uh, handsome Jack and Moxie and Tiny Tina. And like, no, we want Claptrap. And I, it's, tough. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough for me, you know, because all you know, I'm not going to tell them no. They can't. Yeah, uh, they have they the want. license, and that's what the retailers want mm-hmm. as well. Sure. Um, you know, it's, it's it's funny, but the retailers are going to go after the thing that's hot and moves product, right? Right. Anyway, I, I could get into all this. Whenever you're looking over the numbers for like the pop vinyls and stuff, are you like, let's see, handsome Jack is moving this many units. Uh, well, there's my guy. All right. I'm winning. Well, I'm will, at the top of the pile. I don't know if this is accurate or not, but I understand. I know that I have five different versions of the Claptrap pop. Yeah. Vinyl, right, 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 right. And I believe, I've been told that, that that ties the record with Batman for the most number of, of uh, Wow. Uh, that's variants. awesome, man. That's so, really cool. Yeah. So uh, so I guess there's there's me and then there's Batman. You right. Know, we're we're kind of, <laughs> you know. You know, I'll concede, I'll concede that a, Batman's a, a pretty damn cool character. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll give him that. But uh, you, you've got you know, the Conroy, he's no claptrap, yeah. right? You know, you, you, you've got I, your I'm Kevin kidding. Conroy rasp on from the convention. I'm book. Batman. <laughs> Here's a something I've always wanted to say mm-hmm. to you. If I ever got to meet you, one of my favorite you scenes. The money you owe me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that's not it. I hope that's not it. Do you have an appearance fee? Uh, here? Yeah, for this. So you know, it's, that's what's weird is, is that I um. I was just joking for our podcast. Oh, okay. We don't yeah. have any money to give you. No, no. I, <laughs> no. I, thought, I thought you were talking about the... the, the, the no, the, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. I'm fucking with you, no, dude. We, we, really, we do have cereal if you want a money. Yeah, we have Captain Crunch. A little appetizer for lunch. Awesome. There. Yeah, I, you can help yourself if you'd like. Uh, sure. We have spoons. We do. We even have milk. It's skim milk. Uh, oh, God, no. It, <laughs> you have to pay for... Sorry. I'm not doing it. Yeah, as you should. Sorry. I have to say no. What I wanted to say is... No fucking way. I can tough out skim on cereal, but that's about it. Yeah, I'd rather put ketchup on my cereal. We actually have some ketchup. No, I'm not doing that either. I said I'd rather something over to eat it. Anyway. Nobody likes skim milk. Why do they even have It's not great. It's terrible. It's for the elderly. That's the only people that I know who drink skim milk. I don't know what other purpose it serves. Well, thank you. Thank you for bringing it. Uh, yeah, no, it's... You did get the Captain Crunch for me. I appreciate that. I, I will eat that cereal with that gross milk later, so it's fine. <laughs> it's it's going to get taken care yeah. of. But now I need something to drink, because I thought I was going to... Um, We have water to offer you, yeah, but that's about perfect. it. Oh, I mean, great. it's, it's I water care. I've been drinking out of. You know what? When, when you're thirsty, you don't really... Drink, drink. I haven't had any drinks from it today. I don't give a shit. Okay, uh, go for it, buddy. You can have all that. I mean, I'm looking at your mouth. It looks pretty clean. I mean, we, we do share this with all of our guests, so... Awesome. <laughs> if it was alcohol, we wouldn't have a problem. I just killed it, all right. <laughs> I mean, uh, hey, man, that's what you. So, so we're not being filmed, then, right? So we can no. do anything we want to. Right? Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Just yeah go get rid of these pants. Then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By all means, because they're just they're just too darn tight. It is rather warm in the convention center. Just, today. It's very warm in our recording room. Yeah. Uh, okay, what I wanted to tell you, one of my all-time favorite scenes in any book, movie, video game, anything ever, is the scene. In Borderlands 2, when Claptrap explains humor. Yes. 
right on. I mean, I love the whole scene from beginning to end. It's like one of my favorite things, and we regularly quote the the end of it. I love it so are you, much. Are you going to be able to cut into uh, like are you broadcasting live, or are you do this for? Uh, I edit this later. Great. So then you'll be able to put that line in there. I so can put that line in. Cool. Once you've destroyed all the furnaces, those bandits will be way too cold to fight. They'll chill out. <laughs> chill out. You, you get it? But right over your head, didn't it? It's funny because chill is a saying that means calm down, but also means cold. It's a single word with multiple meanings. That is mathematically hilarious. Since I still don't hear you laughing about chill out, you must not understand humor in general. See, humor is based on subverting expectations, often through play on words. According to this formula of humor, my chill out comment was literally the funniest thing ever said by anyone. Go use a remote detonator. I had one of the Crimson Raiders set up out there. When he asked me why, I just told him, be cool. How are you not laughing right now? That was fucking gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, if you say anything, uh, you know, horrible. Uh, oh, so yeah, far, yeah, so yeah. good. I haven't, I don't know if I've said anything horrible or not. Yeah. In your opinion, if you want to. All, all the racist stuff happened before the mic was yeah, on, we, so it's <laughs> fine, yeah. Look, don't cut that out. <laughs> don't cut that out. That's, you know. Hey. You got some That's, radical ideas. I'm not. I'm not trying to censor you. I'm just, you know. Yeah. Also, we have uh, one story that happened to us yesterday. We want to tell you about. So we were waiting in line to come up. We'd already emailed so, you a while. So you want to hear? Uh, may I? Because we're, if we're going to talk about the racism stuff, which mm-hmm. actually didn't happen, so now I feel like I have to. Address <laughs> that real quick. People know we're kidding. I have to address that real quick. So um, I hope no one's taking us so, seriously. Yeah, I know. Okay. So uh, I, I remember I, not long ago I went to a, 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 a half price books, uh, like. Type of used bookstore or whatever, mm-hmm. and uh, and as I was turning in my books, uh, the guy says no color. And what? Uh, yeah, right. And I was like, <laughs> what a racist dude. What? Uh, yeah, no, but it was. I was trying to turn in uh, you like know, a Maya Angelou book. And no, no, I was trying to. I was trying to turn in this. I'd already uh, used the crayons on it, and he was like, oh. you can't. You can't get money for that. You write so, in your books with crayons. The, the, they were coloring books. Oh. <laughs> Well, you should have. They, they, they were already colored you in. Should have they, offered he, to he, sign he, it. Yeah, and be sign. like, this, this is uh, David. They have a no Mike. color why don't you, sign. Why don't, yeah, they had a no color sign yeah. for, for the books that they wouldn't yeah. accept, right? Yeah. So there's a sign in the front. Yeah, no colored books. So, anyway, why don't we cut that one out, right? <laughs> that was a really long way to get there, and. Uh, uh. Yeah. No, so we were waiting in line. Racist purchasing yeah. manager. Yeah. Half price <laughs> We were uh, we'd already emailed you for a while, and we were waiting to meet you in person yesterday. Yeah, and and set up a time for this. We're right. just standing in line while you're talking to some fans. By the way, we told a couple of, of Borderlands cosplayers that of all the celebrities we've come across this weekend, you are spending like the most genuine yep. time with. We were like, wow, this guy's like really giving people their money's worth. I I, I feel honored uh, that that people uh, consume and, and our entertainment that they that they buy our entertainment and they love us for it. I've been doing this long enough, and I've worked on a, lot, a number of games, mm-hmm. even games that you've heard of that didn't. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't. I heard of sin. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Uh, you know, uh, Serious Sam, Max Payne. Um, on the publishing side, I was doing those. You know, Kiss Psycho Circus, which was a terrible fiasco and a Whoa. terrible. It wasn't a terrible game. It's just that people that like that's Kiss a video weren't, game. Weren't playing. Uh, you know, uh, didn't want. People like kids weren't playing first-person shooters back in the nineties. That uh, was just a Todd McFarlane first-person shooters figure. People that played first-person shooters didn't give a shit about kids, but you know, and it was a, it was a waste of money. For and then you had the but, Psycho but, Circus into it. Well, so it, we worked with Todd McFarlane and Gene Simmons. Uh, 
for this this game and, yeah. and the guys that were creating Daikatana at the time. It was a Daikatana team that left Ion Storm to create Third Law Interactive to there at the, at the church at gathering of developers um, you know, down the street from Ion Storm or whatever. And they, they were able to get form a company and get Kiss Cycle Circus out two weeks after uh, Daikatana finally uh, uh, you know was released, right? So the whole team leaves. They create uh, Kiss Cycle Circus, do all this stuff. Daikatana comes out. Two weeks later, Kiss Cycle Circus came out. Probably the worst two weeks in video games ever, right? <laughs> like, it was just really terrible. I mean, neither one of those games uh, were, I would call, just, you know, tops in quality. <laughs> and, I didn't even uh, know that, that Kiss game yeah, was I a played, video game. Well, <laughs> probably the Kiss game was just funny, but was uh, uh, the multiplayer. Still a collectible, I'm sure. The, uh, the, multi- the multiplayer was... Uh, the problem with that was that you had to get jump boots to jump any, you know, on anything higher than like you know twelve inches, which is <laughs> dumb, right? So once you got the jump boots, you could go and get the other weapons in the multiplayer. You could get the rocket launcher, go get these guns. But all these weapons were up there. You had to get jump boots first, right? But if you got the jump boots and then got the rocket launcher, now you just guard the jump boots and nobody can get anything else. So all this all pea shooters against your rockets. I mean right? that yeah. armor and all the gear that they wear is pretty heavy. So I couldn't imagine Gene Simmons jumping even twelve inches, probably. <laughs> Very tall boots. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so anyway, we, we were just saying that, you know, a lot of celebrities are like, here, oh. give me your money, get the fuck out, and you were, so, like, taking yeah, genuine so time. That, that here's, take here's why. Here's yeah. why. Because I've worked on a lot of games that, that nobody gave a shit about. And nobody ever uh, nobody ever told us that what we were doing was anything that, you know, and, and mm-hmm. with Borderlands, we started with Brothers in Arms, really. We were we got a lot of fan mail and stuff like that, but even the stuff that we own. But... Um, but Borderlands was became a phenomenon. It's yeah, the yeah. biggest game that we've ever done, right? right. And it's mm-hmm. the biggest game that, uh, for for two K games, our publisher. And you see people dressing up as the characters. They 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 get married. They meet online. They meet playing our game. They get married. They have they have yeah. you know yeah. I saw the Borderlands wedding proposal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and or you know or the fans reach out to us and say you know that they were I'm you know weepy and it was, they, you know that uh, their friend was dying and, and yeah yeah that yeah. was something you know, we wanted to talk yeah. about as you came out as claptrap and did this recording uh, to sort of eulogize a fan that had passed away yeah. uh, because him and his friends throughout and he was his a character last and yeah throughout his well, we last days. It was never meant to be public. Um, the mm-hmm. we did not release that to the public. What happened was, is we sent it to um, the family at the request, and I guess somebody, one of the uncles, it was just fine. They they decided mm-hmm. to, to tell whoever the press that look how cool these guys are, or look what they've done for us. So we never did that to get out. That's not. It was not a PR move by any means. Um, but oh, I both, don't, I don't both, think anyone both, would have assumed that at all. Right on. But but yeah. both Mikey and I, um, Mikey Newman, is writer. Mm-hmm. He, he and I have been had gone through some serious medical issues in the past few years. Yeah. So like I broken my neck seven years ago, two and a half years ago. I'm, I'm, I'm dying in the hospital uh, from diffuse alveolar hemorrhaging, which means that my lungs were filling up with blood every hour, and I was drowning. <sighs> and and you know it's I'm I'm alive now. Every right. every day is a blessing. And and uh, but but even the, you know that was the Michael Mamero thing happened before I was I was. Uh, dying, uh, but the broken neck thing and, and uh, Mikey's uh, ailments as well. You know, our life is always on the line. You know, and, mm-hmm. and, and we were faced with our mortality. And here's a fan or, that was writing to us and talking about how they dealt with 
his friend's yeah. death and and how they how it, they led up to that where you know he's dying and there he's got cancer and they're just spending time together and you know right. I mean that's just that's heart wrenching so it's no problem for us it's, I'm happy to do that to to, to do anything that, that makes people gives them a little bit of joy or upliftment mm-hmm. you know what it's like to be a yeah. fan. <clears throat> Well, I've been a fan all my life. You know, right, right. I've grown up going to conventions. And, and yeah, I mean, you, know. you did. Were you a games guy who decided to go into the business side of it to be involved, or were you a business guy who decided to get into games? Um, it's really weird. I, uh, I mean, I've, I've been playing games since Pong and mm-hmm. Atari and television, ColecoVision, you know, and, and I, I didn't get Atari fifty two hundred, had an NES, and all those after that. And then PC games, and you know, it's just been playing games as long as there have been video games, mm-hmm. um, and. Uh, I grew up in the entertainment business, if you will. Uh, grandparents were country western songwriters and musicians, and oh, cool. dad was a rock and roll musician turned comic book artist turned preacher, which what? is just another form of entertainment. Yeah, doing a one man show every week, new material Tent every week revival. based on old material, you know. And yeah. uh, um, so, and then I have my cousin, my, my cousin yeah. David Eddings, who has the same name as me, who's the author, uh, you know. Basically, you know, I, we didn't want to Eddings say man. anything. That's who we thought we were. Getting <laughs> uh, I, I mean, well, you know what? Uh, Z- zombie David Eddings here. Yeah. You know, um, he passed away about seven years ago. It's right around this time, as a matter of fact. But, uh, but you know, so I've always known there's a pathway to this stuff uh, because growing up and going to Comic Con and all this kind of stuff, and if you see that you meet all these people that are in the entertainment, you, you realize this is just another business. But I was I went a different route and I was uh, a sales guy at a magazine and and uh, did some things and then I, I went to the, I moved to the Cayman but Islands. But gaming was always like in the background. I was always I was always playing life. games, uh, but then I moved to the Cayman Islands and and I did uh, radio down there. I did the morning show on C ninety nine and uh, was a news and sports guy too. And so just as a hiatus to get away from it all, and then uh, came back and then that's when I jumped. That's when I stopped doing my previous career. Because I realized I, I got my head straight, just wanted to do something that would be fun and that I would love. Mm-hmm. And my buddies had started this company called Ritual Entertainment, and they kept trying to pull me in. And eventually I said yes to uh, coming over to Gathering of Developers, uh, which Ritual was a founding member of. Uh, but I would turn them down, and that would just make them want me more. But I would right, still right. do stuff for them for free and mm-hmm. not wanting anything in return. Yeah. And I uh, kept telling them they were stupid to try to hire me and all this kind of stuff. That just makes people want to hire them. But uh, anyway. Oh, keep that in mind. Yeah, you should. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so so I, I've always been a gamer, and, and I was helping my friends out even before I was in the industry uh, because I like to see my friends be successful, and I want to see lots of people be successful. And I, I saw this category, and I just want to build this category too. Help, you know. And that's what we've been doing in the Dallas area right. uh, is building that category of first-person shooters and video games, and, and it's, it's been fun. You know, I've seen it over the last well since since the inception but you know been in it in the last 20 years and mm-hmm. um, it's neat you know and right. we're at a point now where it's just I think it's getting great you know bigger and, and, and better and I'm, I, my mind is being blown by some of the stuff that we, we've got going on I'm, I'm loving yeah. playing with my uh, you know my Oculus and my ACC 5 and, oh, yeah. and uh, you know I'm, I'm staying up till the wee hours of the morning playing games again right 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 you know yeah because of new technology. And you don't know when the sun comes up when you're wearing those things. Right. <laughs> I mean, I think it speaks volumes of the content that's being produced, too, that the fans are so... That people use this as a way to forget about death for a minute. Because when if you had someone in your family who's dying, that can get really heavy. And to find something that you can enjoy together so yeah. much that takes your mind off of it, that that's incredible. Oh. And to have... 
there was a, some Borderlands cosplayers yesterday that we talked to for a minute. I said, hey, can we take a picture? And as soon as we said that, like 20 more people that we hadn't even seen, just a whole group, it looks like a yearbook picture Huge from the group. Borderlands. That's awesome. I think they had the entire cast yeah. of one and two. In, yeah, including Claptrap. So. Yeah, a very that's, nice Claptrap. That's trap. so cool. Yeah. It, 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 um, so I'm, I'm, I continually uh, am in awe of the reaction right, right. that we've had from the, from the public, from our consumers, from the people that care about our, our, the entertainment that we create, and, and we get that feedback from them. And so when I meet somebody face-to-face... I absolutely want to give them every moment that they want, um, and sometimes that's hard because you know you have a line, or or, or there's there's you know there, right, I know there what are you folks mean. that that from all the way in the back will just loudly talk and blurt out, yeah. and talk directly to you know, or you and, get and they, the, they don't the dreaded close talker. Yeah, well, you know, and <clears throat> yeah, I grew up uh, somewhat socially awkward and. It runs in my family, and I get that. You know, yeah. I know I, I, I deal with uh, uh, you know Aspergers uh, at home and mm-hmm. at work all you know every mm-hmm. day. So, um, not that I have it. <laughs> I'm saying like, uh, you know, but uh, who knows if I have it or not? <laughs> but uh, we're not here to diagnose. No, yeah. no, not at all. But anyway, it's it's you know, some people they have um, they spend that time in line, and then they they forget what they wanted to ask or. And so I don't I don't pressure this like just hang out for a moment. Yeah, hang know? out. Yeah. Uh, I've had I've had uh, men and women cry, uh, wow. you know, and, and and that's that's touching because it means that that whatever it is that, that I represent to them, whether it's the game, gearbox, claptrap, uh, that that it has moved them, and yeah. it's affected them oh, yeah. in a way that that is meaningful, and and there's. You know, I, I uh, that needs to be honored, and so that's why right. that's why I always and, you know because I watched my dad sign autographs and, and yeah, he was always so gracious with everybody. And growing up in the convention circuit and going you know meeting people in the in the green room and stuff like that all the time, um, you quickly realize who's the asshole and who's not. Oh, you, know? you sure, can sure. you yeah. can just walk past the the alleyway there and you can tell pretty quickly. Well, I have a story about somebody that you moved. Okay. So we're, we're waiting in line to meet you yesterday, and a guy comes up behind us and says, hey, is that David Eddings? He's so cool. And we turn around, and it's the Red Power Ranger. Yeah, Steve No Cody. shit. <laughs> and I mean, no like, way. I mean, like, I'm the age that I watched the shit out of oh, that yeah. show when I was Every a little day kid. Every school. And he's just there nerding out with us about how cool you are and tells wow. us how fun you are to hang out with and all that stuff. Steve who? Steve <laughs> I'm uh, kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> how do you say Cardinal? Cardinal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would be so upset if we didn't get through this and you didn't tell us the story you told us yesterday about Justin Roiland. Okay. Well, so we uh, now we were going to watch a cartoon at East Cereal, but since you brought skim milk, I think we're gonna, <laughs> I think we're gonna have to like. I'm, I don't I'm think we're gonna get to. That. I don't think we're gonna get to watch the cartoon either, and, and only because no, that's no, it's no, fine. Yeah. fine. We, we Let's just have a chat. Jump right. This is the important part. Cool. So, um, all right. I've met Justin a couple times, but I didn't. I had never seen Rick and Morty, and I don't know if you can tell or not, but my voice is really shot. And in Vegas next week, when I'm at the licensing show, uh, my voice is going to get even worse. Yeah. And, and people tell me all the time, like you know, because I'll, I'll be drinking this party and like yeah. hey, whatever, you know, and you know, you have a like, named Morty that you, you address directly like, a lot. People are like, man, you sound like Rick from Rick and Morty, yeah. and I'm like, I don't know, whatever, like I don't, it's just my voice, and I don't have time to explain this. Let's go, you know, and <laughs> and, uh, and and I didn't know who Rick and Morty were. You started right. wearing a lab coat around. <laughs> well, don't we all? Yeah. Anyway, so I 
I didn't. Uh, I didn't know who Rick and Morty were, and uh, I was introduced to Justin Rowland by my friend Jordan Vote Roberts, who is the director for uh, Kong Skull Island. And uh, when he introduced me, it was a few Sandy, it was a few Comic Cons ago that um, he uh, he introduced me, and and I'm like, he's like, he makes Rick and Morty. I'm like, hey, I, I heard of a thing called Rick and Morty, but um, I haven't seen it, you know. And mm-hmm. Jordan's telling me how good it is, and I'm like, I, I'm, I promise I'm going to see it. You know, if Jordan yeah, says yeah. it's good, it's, yeah. it's good. But I, did, I still didn't see it for a while. It's just because you're busy and, uh, you know, there's, yeah. there's another season of The Simpsons or whatever. Right, right. Um, but so I meet him again at, at a party uh, over at Marcus uh, Marcus's house, Notch, uh, uh, and, and for the Halloween party. And, again, just meet – he's the guy from uh, Rick and Morty. Oh, yeah, Rick and Morty, I heard of that. Uh, people even told me I sound like Rick sometimes, you know, when I'm – you know. Right. But uh, still hadn't seen it. So – then uh, that was Halloween. By November, the you know by the November, I, I my buddy Jim Doze from Oculus Dallas, an old id guy and ritual and valve guy, and he uh, he couldn't believe that I hadn't seen Rick and Morty. So we watched the first episode, mm-hmm. and I was hooked. Yeah. But what nobody told Definitely. me, what nobody told me, is that Justin Rowland was the guy that did House of Cosby's. Now I've been a huge fan of House of Cosby since 2005. I saw it when it first came out. I was waiting for the like. Mm-hmm. That, if you haven't seen House of Cosby's, it is amazing, and it's all on YouTube right now. You can go right now to YouTube, and you can type in House of Cosby. Now, this was before we knew Cosby was like this right, yeah, terrible yeah, yeah. rapist yeah, yeah. dude, but uh, but it's 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 funny. It's hilariously funny. It's about this guy who is a huge fan of Cosby, so he gets a, he finds a Cosby hair, and he clones a Cosby. <laughs> oh, my now, God. Now, once, now, once he has one, he's like, this is pretty cool. Um why don't I? I, I, I want two. How so, could you handle the fatherly advice of more than one Cosby? Well, that's uh, the, the father Cosby is is uh, the Cosby number three. Uh, <laughs> Cosby number two. Anyway, just there's, there's, uh, there's you know. So anyway, there's there's all these Cosbys and they keep cloning. So you just have to see it. it yeah, yeah, yeah. These are like five or six minute cartoons, and there's like four of uh, official ones, one unofficial, the fifth one. So. If I'd ever been told that he was the guy that did House of Cosby's, I would have just like humped his leg and probably. You know, <laughs> and uh, and I, he might have even let me. I don't know. He's a, he's a pretty funny guy. But uh, so so I consume all two seasons immediately. Yeah. Upon what and they're hilarious. Sir. It's amazing. Loved every it's genius. It. It's genius. I, I had the same experience of. Yeah, I'm sure it's good. I'll I'll watch it. I'll get to that. And then when I did, I was like, oh, my God. Why didn't somebody tell me that I needed to watch it's, it like now? It's like the 30 Rock of cartoons. Uh, it's like take 30 Rock and, and uh, you know, Back to the Future and Taxi and, like, the Marx Brothers. The Marx Brothers. It's just yeah. like, you know, because it's just that snappy, yeah. the, the fast jokes, you know. And, and visually, too, I mean, when, when he... Morty passes by that 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 uh, that creature smoking, and he he blows out that green gas, and, and Morty uh, inhales it, and then coughs up a loogie, and it it runs along, <laughs> yeah. and grows up, and becomes an old man, and dies. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that that had me right there. I was like, oh shit, I'm watching. That's when I knew I was watching every single one of them. So, just recently uh, at Nasha's house again, we we uh, I, I saw Justin, and we watched the sun come up after uh, uh, Marcus's birthday party and it's seven o'clock in the morning 7 30 and i got uh, matt arvalo with me who was the guy that was introduced me but i have like a lot of friends that that um that know him in la and stuff like that and so and like cliffy and i and i wanted to invite him to this thing that we did monday night called the brooklyn's follies and these other people were invited i was like i want to invite justin too 
and nobody would give me his email or connect me with him. And I'm like, God dang it, man. Come on. All you no, I met him at a party. This, you no, know, like they were no the people that were hanging out with him and having dinner with him. And, you know, like he, he drew Cliffy's, uh, Cliff and Lauren's um, a Christmas card. Yeah. You know, that sort of thing. So uh, I'm like, I just want to invite him to this thing. But, you know, nobody wants to give out the personal information for folks. Right. But he's just a regular guy, man. He's yeah, a regular guy yeah. that, is, that likes to write. And he's just, he does voices and, and, and this stuff too, you know. And so we... We were just making each other laugh. He was laughing at my shit, and I don't know. I'm never the funny guy in the group, and so he could have been laughing at me, I suppose. But uh, he invited me to his home yeah. at the, you know, that morning. And so we go with Dan uh, Tabar, uh, Matt Arvalo, uh, from Loot Crate, co-creator Loot Crate, whatever, mm-hmm. and then uh, uh, me and, and Justin. And, and you have a council of the nerds. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so you sit around a large stone we eat, table. We eat, <laughs> we eat you know, uh, chicken, uh, uh, Chick-fil-A, uh, chicken biscuit breakfasts and stuff like that. And we spend like three hours together, and it's, it was great. It was so much fun. So but, now I, go, I come back. This was a couple weeks ago. So now E3, I'm bumping into him, and he's doing some cool shit, and we keep just bumping into each other. We're hanging out, and... and uh, but E3's so busy, it's like I was seeing him, I was like, hey man, good luck, I, you know, I gotta, I gotta yeah. run. He's like, stay for dinner, and I'm like, yeah, I, I gotta go, because you're busy. <laughs> and so what, what, what was really cool is that, uh, is that I, I wanted to, um, um, I wanted to, uh, uh, I asked him if I could, like, do a part, and uh, oh. can't, uh, do a part in, um, in Rick and Morty, and he was drunk enough to say yes, so uh, that's, that's my big thing, is that I'm, I'm I'm really excited about. That's awesome, yeah, man. Yeah. Well, do you know your character name or oh, anything no, that no, people no, no, can no. watch? For I don't or? even. He, he, no. no, no, I don't. No. Uh, there's, there's nothing been written. So anyway, um, yeah, I, that that would be a dream come true. Uh, you know, I, I told him I'm like, I'm doing it for free. Uh, you know, you can have claptrap, you can have whatever you want, and uh, like, I'm not going to hold him to it. You know, right. I, 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 he's a he's a great guy, and, and I'm sure he, he would love to do that, but. You know, there's other people that are involved with the show too. Yeah, I hope that happens uh, for you, man. Oh, dude, I, I would, I would totally. It, have, it I, seems like the kind I, of show people probably ask, like, oh, I'm sure. I, I, oh, are you kidding? Absolutely. Yeah. So I, I try to sweeten the deal by by being free. Yeah, uh, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. And uh, and then I did offer that uh, that uh, hand job. So well, <laughs> yeah. I don't you know, see how I, I can say no. At this I hear point. that's a way I, to get ahead in life. Is, well, it's uh, a way to get a hand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we're at about hand up if you will. Not a handout, yeah. a hand job. Yeah, you might not want to head up. Uh, yeah, that's that's more of a commitment than. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, we're at like thirty minutes. Uh, do you want to like plug your social media or anything else that you uh, wanted to talk yeah, about I, here? I don't really give a shit about plugging, but plugging me. Just uh, you know, uh, I hope everybody enjoys uh, listening to this. I, I hope that folks enjoy the the games that that, that we create. Uh, honestly, there's a lot of there's a lot of great games out right now. I mean, there's just so much good stuff. I've been playing Doom, which has just been kicked ass. My phone silencer so, doesn't so, work on uh, alarms. That was yeah. Reminder. Doom was really yeah. great. Yeah, Doom yeah. has been fantastic. Um, but uh, you know, if you want to follow me, uh, it's probably easiest to follow me on Twitter. I, I tweet every now and then at uh, David Eddings. It's like four Eddings in a funeral. Um, but, uh, <laughs> any um, any gearbox things that you can talk about? Well, the, yeah, the next thing that we got, I mean, Battleborn's out. You know, right, we, right. we got some DLC coming. It's really it's going to be freaking cool. Um, you know, it's uh, it, it, it's a it's a it's a great freaking game. The people that are playing it are really really in, enjoying it. And uh, uh, you know, I know it's a, it's a it's a busy holiday or summer and, and fall, and a lot of great games are coming out. And 
as a gamer, it's always hard to right. find, like, where do you spend your time, you know? See, and I try to find, play as much as possible, but then you find that one thing that just yeah. hooks you, you know? Yeah. If, I, if I can compliment your stuff uh, from Gearbox, I don't even consider myself a gamer, and I barely play, but all the games on my shelf are all Borderlands franchises. No like, kidding. Wow, I've that's spent, all you have? I've, He's very obsessed with I, the franchise. I mean, I have a couple others, and I'll dabble, and I'll play something for a bit, but, like, the Borderlands, the universe, the stories, the comedy, and the darkness, and the, wow, it, it all just comes together in this, like, perfect storm that it's like, this was made for me, However much content you're going to make, he's going to play every yeah, minute of yeah. it. Well, there's there's a lot of people at Gearbox that are responsible for that. You know, I, right. I, the, the amount of time that I've spent for all of the hours, all the hours I've put into Claptrap, I would say might might equal at best right now, maybe 80 hours, and I think I'm really, really over... Um, I think I'm overestimating that. Mm-hmm. It might be 60 hours, anywhere between 60 and 80 hours. But there are people at Gearbox that have done that in a week uh, when, when, when they felt that they needed to do that or whatever, you know. I mean, we, we've had employees that have, that have slept up there. That's not... We don't encourage that. We, you know, we don't want that. But, but some people are so dedicated. It's not a sweatshop. Yeah. No, 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 no. Not at all. Not at all. Um, and, the guards go home. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, it's... Uh, you know, people people can work when they want to. I mean, you know, if, if you have a guy that comes in at 3 o'clock and then, but doesn't leave until 5 in the morning, I mean, that, that's a guy that's dedicated to his job. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't care. Nobody cares when he comes in as, as long as there's meetings that he's doing that. Right. We, we tell people our core hours are, are noon to 5. If you try to be there between noon to 5. <laughs> that's really good, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That should be too hard. From noon to 5, core hours, right? I could do that, yeah. yeah. I mean, as long as you guys keep putting out great games, right? Yeah. yeah. All right, well, our Twitter is flannel underscore cakes, and we just want to thank you so much, hey, man. man. Thanks yeah. for having me. We this really has been great. Fun. It's been this. great to meet yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, pleasure to meet you guys.